welcome back for episode 17 of Spill the D. I'm your host, Gina, joined with my co-host, Sab. Hi, Sab. Hello. What's up? Have a good day? Yes. A fantastic day. That wasn't Gina and I are recording in the middle of me watching Captain America Civil War. So I'm a little antsy. (laughs) That's how you know it's a great day. For those of you who are new here, thanks for joining us. If you've been here before, thank you guys so much again for listening. We appreciate all of you. If you guys are new to our podcast, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple, Anchor. I think that's it, right? Yes. Awesome. The if you want to go ahead and give us some stars, plural, multiple, more than one star. Five stars. Um, <laughs> we'd really appreciate it because the more stars, more listeners, and then we get to keep rambling on each and every week. And give you guys some more content. Yes. yes. So today we're going to be delving into the Disney College program. Sab and I were both participants on it. It's how we met. And we're going to go into the application process for you guys. We got some questions on Instagram that we're going to try and answer and really just talk you guys through how it works and maybe help relieve some, I don't know what word to use here, maybe help clear your mind about the application, answer any questions you might have. Yeah. Let you Make know it's it not an so easy, easy process. Yes, it's, a, it's honestly really easy. So we're just going to talk you guys through it the best we can. But before we get started, we do have some really exciting Disney news for this week. Yes. So Sab, you want to do the first thing? Yes. So the biggest news, which Gina and I are both super excited about because we'll be going to Disney in July, is that masks are no longer required out doors they still are required indoors on the rides on transportation that includes the skyliner and i've seen tons of people not wearing them on the skyliner well if you're by yourself in the skyliner i would also take it off yeah i think that's what it's they're not double seating people that's true yeah you have your own party yeah everything i get it yeah so that's so exciting it's super weird i've seen a lot of in uh, <laughs> disney influencers walking through the parks today like ah, i don't know how i feel this feels weird <laughs> like still on their ear trying to put it back on like really confused yeah it definitely so. now is just at the point of whatever you're comfortable with but i do think one thing that a lot of people are getting confused on and these poor cast members have to just keep telling people is when you are in line for a ride even if that line is outside, you need your mask on once you're in the queue. So really, it's just like when you're walking down Main Street, when you're walking around, not in lines or anything, you don't need your mask. Perfect. Perfect. So yes, very exciting. Highly recommend getting a mask chain or something like that so you can just hang it around your neck. And then that way, when you go in, just pop it on your face. Yeah. See, I got really comfortable wearing it around my chin. <laughs> oh, I hate When I don't it. wear it. Yeah. I just so- <laughs> I'm quite used to doing that if I need to take it off. <laughs> Not a fan. I do like the hang from one ear, or I'm actually a big fan of sticking it on my arm like it's a bracelet, oh, popping it on there. In my field of work, I don't think I could do that. <laughs> Probably not. But for me, I can just pop it on my wrist and I'm good. And then I'm like, I don't lose it. It works out well. Exactly. So Ooh. another thing with, we're going to do some more COVID announcements, I guess. Disneyland Paris is officially reopening June 17th at limited capacity. Woohoo! Woohoo! 
Disneyland I mean, Paris has reopened and then closed and then reopened. So people aren't really getting that excited. If you look on social media, they're not pumped for it because they're all commenting like, yeah, until you close us again. Yeah. But hopefully this will be the, they're open for good now. Yes, exactly. Here's hoping. And then another COVID relating news is that they moved all of the six feet distance markers to three feet. It's really funny when you look at the signs, they just got rid of the word six feet. Yeah. They, they, but they it didn't put three down. feet in. They just kind of said like, it almost is one of those things like, hey, distance yourself, but we're not going to tell you how much anymore. Just like use your brain. So that's pretty cool. And they're also like quietly increasing the park capacity. They yeah. made an announcement at their earnings report and they said that they were going to be increasing it, but they haven't given a date or any numbers or anything like that. But they did add more reservations and just have like slowly brought it up. Crazy. I know. And people said they can feel it. I could see it. I saw a video of like a helicopter overlook or like a drone overlook of the parks and it does look more crowded than like the beginning stages. I believe it. I definitely believe it. Now, what's your opinion on with them increasing the park capacity? Are you ready for fast passes to be back then? (sighs) Yes and no. Like, yes, if if every ride is going to be 50 minutes, but no because then you have two lines next to each other again yeah you know what i mean like, well there's it's more people in the ride capacity when you're trying to limit that and i think a lot of the rides are using the fast pass line as a way to spread out too like you're walking through there now so yeah so if they increase capacity they should increase park hours i guess would be the better choice Definitely agreed. Because I liked not having the fast pass because you just walked right through and there was nothing stopping you. Because when you're in that standby line and there's a fast pass, you know you're stopped for a while. And then you get that big jolt where you move and then you're stopped again. So it was nice that it just kept moving. But when they start bringing more and more people in, even if it just keeps moving, it still might be moving for 45 minutes. Yeah. Even Kilimanjaro Safari saw that they had to take them backstage because the line was getting long and they don't want them like out into the crowd. Yeah. And it took 50 minutes. So that's back to its normal wait time yeah. without fast passes. Yeah. So that's that's where the question comes in. Do they bring it back soon? I think if they keep increasing it, they're going to have to. Okay. We're at, I think they, they're saying it might be 45 right now, but let's say it goes to 50%. That's not 50% of what you see when you go on a Wednesday in September. That's 50% of whatever the max that they're allowed is. So that might honestly be the same amount of people that were there the last time you were on your trip if you went on a slower day. And especially like if we go in July, July I feel like is sometimes crowded. Not as much we as actually have a really good week because the week after 4th of July is usually not crowded. Perfect. Little hack there. Yes. A holiday. Before and after a holiday. (laughs) Honestly, yeah. If you're there, you just have to plan it right. The week of, heck no. But if you can plan around it, you're good. That's good. And a weekday. Yeah. So we'll see. And I have not been to Disney in summer in, oh God, I don't even know how long. (laughs) Really? I'm quite nervous. We usually went for spring break or we went during Thanksgiving time. 
and then Jersey week, the beginning of November. So it's always been like kind of cold. So I was like, I don't really know what to wear for July. <laughs> as little as possible, honestly. <laughs> and mouse ears. Yes. <laughs> A bathing suit and mouse ears. <laughs> yeah, they, they love that. I hear they let that in. Okay. So another news, Character Dining has returned. They brought back dinner at Chef Mickey's. They're bringing it back. But still, those buffets are still going to be family style. Yes. And it's not a full meet and greet experience. So they don't come to your table. You can just say hi to them across the way. Yeah. But they're they're still closer than if you saw them in the park. You know they're going to wave directly at you or directly at your kid. Jealous. <laughs> Jealous. <laughs> they never look at me anymore. <laughs> Another one I really, really liked and I wanted to add this in was that um, – they, Disney is recognizing all educators and first responders by offering them discounted hotel rates. So they get $79 per night at any of these stays. So it looks like B Resort and Spa, Double Tree Suites by Hilton, Hilton Orlando Buena Vista, um, Hilton Orlando Lake Buena Vista, Holiday Inn, Wyndham Garden. So if you book now through July 10th, and then it says extended to the 14th. So I don't know those days, but that's so exciting. All these first responders and educators who like have been really busting their butt through this time. And they're all very close. If you're wondering, those are all the good neighbor resorts. Like those are all Disney good neighbor resorts. So you get the benefits of staying on property, but Rick and I actually stayed at the Wyndham garden Inn, and that is basically as close as you get it is walking distance from disney springs so we would actually walk over to disney springs and take those buses to the resort yeah or and most walk of them, to saratoga and then take it to the parks most of them do shuttles they're not right now because of COVID. Oh, okay so that was the problem but who knows things are going back to normal they might be bringing the shuttles back that's but true my parents stayed at the the Sheridan or the Marriott across from all of the DCP housing. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, Oh, like they have a shuttle, like worst case scenario if I couldn't drive them. Cause yeah. I had a car. So I stayed there when Rick came to visit when we were in the college program and that we took the shuttle the one day, but then the other day we didn't because the shuttles there, how the Disney ones are constantly moving. Those ones have set times and you have to sign up for them the night before. So his flight didn't come until late. And by the time we got there, we couldn't sign up for the shuttle until the 10 a.m. shuttle and the park opened at 8 a.m. Oh, we were like, you're here for two days. We're just going to Uber. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of places to stay, sort of kind of awful segue. The Disney Wish, the new boat, posted its prices for its maiden voyage. $5,000 for an uh, inside uh, stateroom uh, for two guests. $5,000. That is so much money. When yeah. I looked at Carnival, like before COVID, I'm pretty sure it was $300 a person for the mm-hmm. rooms. Cause I think you had like, you could have up to four people, but if you were, they were doing it based on two. Yeah. <laughs> so Carnival that- is definitely a cheaper one, but Disney is ridiculous. Cause Royal Caribbean, which I would say is probably the most expensive of the basic cruise lines. So like Carnival, Norwegian, Royal Caribbean, and I'll include Disney in there, I guess. Royal Caribbean, for a week to the Bahamas, you're going to pay like 900 per person. Disney, for a week to the Bahamas, you're going to pay like 2000 It's insane. But for that maiden voyage, $5,000. I believe it's for two, de- two guests. I'm going to tell myself that it is for two guests. 
That's insane. Like what? And then kids on top of that, like if you're adults with kids, like, uh, it gets cheaper afterwards after that first voyage It's going to drop a lot, but it's just so expensive. Yeah. Oh, you can't afford it. That is so expensive. Well, we're still waiting for one of the O'Toole children to have children. So we have a while to save up. But keep in mind, once they have a kid, the kid has to be at least six months old to be on that boat. Yep. We'll, we'll plan accordingly. (laughs) Yeah, we did it. So you want the kid to enjoy it and as well as not cry the entire time. Well, the cool thing with the boats is they have those kid rooms where you can just send them. That's true. You know, I really enjoyed those. I even still have a pillowcase from one of our carnival cruises for Royal Caribbean. I don't remember, but they, you like made your own pillowcase at like the place. And it was me, Lexi and Cassie in the same room. And then the next one that we went on because of our ages, I was not with them. I was alone. Ooh, that's okay. You need more friends. <laughs> that's true. I guess I was more social back then. <laughs> yeah, you're good. You're fine. I know. I used to try and talk my mom into doing a Disney cruise. And I was like, mom, it's fine. Look, they have this room for me. And she'd be like, mm-hmm, sure. Oh my God. But on the Disney wish into the kids room they have a slide this there's a slide entrance and then for the parents that don't want to do that they have a door why would you not take the slide i was like you can literally just send your kids on the slide and walk away like you don't need to be a part of anything else it's like a laundry (laughs) shoot for your child (laughs) oh that's messed up so oh my god and our last bit of news after that lovely segue into this. <laughs> we get that on a t-shirt. It's a laundry shoot for your child with like just kids. <laughs> Alice in Wonderland. She's a kid. We'll have like her, Riley from Inside Out, and Andy going down a slide. <laughs> oh my God. That's cute, actually. I know. Guys, someone make that. Send us a picture. <laughs> someone talented. I can barely draw stick figures. <laughs> talented okay i'm sorry go ahead last thing of news. Yes. last bit of news is that disney is hiring a fireworks special effects i don't know what you mean by that <laughs> coordinator i'm sorry that uh, was that was bad typing on my fault on my part bad speaking bad typing we're good <laughs> yeah so they are hiring somebody to do the special effects which is a good sign yay yeah so they're hiring a special effects coordinator because they've been testing the fireworks and stuff. So that's a good sign for the fireworks coming back. Yes. As yes. well as in Epcot, they were testing out the, oh God, I'm going to mess up this name. Harmonious? Yes. Harmonious. Yes. With the barges. Yeah. The entire but, park. <laughs> but then they, it went up and then it stopped and then it was just that way for the rest of the day. <laughs> they just are so in the way. They are such an eyesore. So hopefully by the time everything opens... Not it opens. Everything is open. Hopefully by the time the show starts, it's a little bit prettier with the fountains yeah. and crap. Or they can hide it, you know? Like how they always do hiding stuff. Maybe they'll you, hide it better. You can't hide those barges. They're going to hide them by making them a fountain, but they're huge. They're like the size of a house. I they're can't wait to see them. them. Oh, wait. I won't see them yet. <laughs> it's like, we're not going to Epcot. <laughs> so normally every day we do a tip for Disney Today, we have a butt ton of tips that have to do with the Disney College program, and we're going to kind of end the episode with them. So if that's what you came for, just fast forward to the end and you'll you'll get them. There's a whole list. I'm sure we'll come up with a thousand more while we're talking, but 
let's get started with the Disney College Program application <laughs> seminar thing from Spill the Dee. Lecture number one. <laughs> Part one. Part one. Yes, we are turning this into a three slash maybe four part program lecture podcast episodes. Series four hours each. Take notes. Ten dollars each. Our Venmo is. (laughs) It's just my name. So, getting started on the application. First of all, you can find it on Disney's career program page simple enough we'll put the i can put the link to it the only problem is it's not technically open yet unless you did the college program in 2020 or you were supposed to be doing it in 2020 yes i tried to do some extra research this morning and i wanted to press apply and there was no like spot for it so it is not officially open to non-2020 owners Hi guys, editor Gina here. So after we recorded, they announced that the application is now open to people who did not do the college program in 2020. Woohoo! So you can go right on and apply now. I'll put the link in our show notes. Yes. So the way that they normally do it is they put it out one twice a year. I'm sorry, twice a year, one time during the fall semester and then one time during the spring semester. If you're applying in the fall, that means that you're applying for spring or spring advantage. If you're applying in the spring, you're applying for either summer, fall, vintage, or fall. Right now, the way that they're doing it is you're actually just applying, and then they're accepting you for the next four months. They want people coming in like every week starting June 14th. So it's not working the way it normally does at all in that aspect. So if you get the chance to apply, by the time they open it to the general public, it may be back to the whole, you're applying for that one season and then you get it and you pick your date. But right now you're not picking it. They're just giving it to you. That's so weird. It's definitely different than when Gina and I did it. It was more structured, planned out. You had a plan. You knew exactly when you were going, what you wanted to do. So this one seems a little bit more we need to hire people yeah because with that in mind it's normally you apply and you pick your role you put what roles you want and what you're interested in and then they assign one to you and in this one you're actually not going to get the role until you're hired they'll tell you it's crazy (laughs) so with that in mind let's go a little bit more into it I'm sorry so the application so yeah So they start with the application is basically like applying for any other job. So you put your past um, experiences and if you want a certain role, put that kind of experience. So I knew I wanted something with the ocean or with animals and they totally twisted my words and put me as a lifeguard. (laughs) They were like, oh, a water girl. Here we go. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so basically you just apply and then if they like what they see, they move you on to what they call a web-based interview. So basically you just answer questions about your personality through questions online. So they're like, do you come to work on time? Do you, are you dependable? I can't remember any other questions. A lot of the questions are, it really is about your personality. They want to know, are you outgoing or are you more introverted? And one thing I think a lot of people need to understand is there's not a wrong answer for this because there are some people who work in Disney who are the biggest introverts you will ever meet. 
And that is completely okay. You don't need to be an extroverted smile on your face a thousand percent of the time kind of person to work in Disney. What they're really looking for with that web-based interview is they want to see that you are consistent with your answers and not just answering to what you think they want to hear. I mean, if you're consistently putting, no, I'm not going to come to work on time, that might not get it for you. (laughs) But if you're like, no, I'm introverted, they just want to see that you're doing the same because they're just going to keep asking you the same question worded differently for however many questions. Yeah. It literally was like 30 minutes of the same question. Yeah. One of the things that I did when I took it was my friend actually sat next to me and kind of just read it while I was doing it. And if my answer started to look like it was lipping, she would be like, wait a minute, this is the same question from earlier. Because that different perspective watching you kind of helps that does not help everyone some people can't do it with someone sitting there but for me I am very scattered brained so it was very helpful for her to sit there and be like wait a minute stop what you're doing that question's the same one earlier exactly different they also it was timed which made me really nervous and just read the full question because you could totally be answering the wrong one if you're rushing through it and honestly there is more than enough time It doesn't feel like it when you're doing it. You feel like you need to be like, ah, but it's so more than enough time. Yes. And it, it was nerve wracking for me. I think I was like panicking the whole time. Make sure you have good internet connection too. I went to school to make sure I had a good connection because I lived with six boys when I was applying and, you know, video games, phones, internet stuff. I was really nervous that they'd all (laughs) take up all the internet. Yeah. I went. And use a desktop in the dorms at school because I wanted to make sure that I had, like, connection to a wall. But make sure you have enough time. If that computer crashes, if the fire alarm goes off, anything crazy happens and you can't finish it, Disney will in the nicest way tell you that sucks. Too bad. See you next application season. Yeah. So sit down with good internet connection, you know, coffee, a water, some snacks really sit there and focus on it because it is an interview although it's on the internet and it feels like it's just like stupid questions they're really looking at it now the best part of this interview is as soon as you are done you know if you got past it or not it'll tell you you passed let's schedule your phone interview or no you didn't pass sorry try next time it'll say no longer in consideration or n-l-i-c which is what how a lot of people abbreviate it And then from there, I actually have my interview confirmation for the phone interview for next. So this is really fast. So I I applied like January 20th. I got the web-based interview January 24th. And then my interview, they were like, okay, you have like six days. And which one of these days and times can you do it? So then I had my phone interview January 31st. So like all within like move quick. So fast. And then I didn't hear back until April. (gasps) Whoa, that's (laughs) so so nice. I did not. I I was like, okay, well, I guess I just didn't get it. And then I was sitting. I remember the exact moment. We'll backtrack to the phone interview after this, but I literally was sitting at school in class and I have my email on my phone and it was like, congratulations. And I was like, I started crying in class, like literally tears were rolling down my face and I was trying to keep composed, but like just tears. And I was like, okay, don't 
make any sudden movements, don't do anything. And I can't see anything. So I sit in the front of the class. So I was like, I can't get up right now. <laughs> and I oh walked gosh. outside and I started bawling my eyes out. I left school. <laughs> oh my gosh. I have a ridiculous story for mine, but I'll tell you later. But yeah, or I'll tell you at the end of it. Yeah. So yeah, the phone interview, you're going to schedule it pretty quick. Just so everyone knows, not everyone moves as fast as Sab. The sooner yes. you apply, the more likely it will move fast. Her applying January, whatever, 20th, did you say? I applied the day that they said we're opening. So and that said, does normally help it move fast. The later you apply, they get like 50,000 applications a semester. So the later you apply, the slower it's going to move, the better your chances if you apply earlier and the quicker that the process is going to move. Clearly, based off SAB, your acceptance might not move as quick. You're you getting it. But the process of the interview and everything will be pretty quick. Yes. If you apply earlier. Sometimes it's longer. Mine, I remember I applied and then I didn't hear anything for a little bit because I applied maybe four days after they put the application out. I didn't hear anything right away. And then once I got the web-based interview, it all moved really fast. I did that within like a, two days. And then they do make you wait a little bit before you can do the phone interview. So I think you have to wait at least four days or something, five days. So I did that. And then I was accepted within like three or four days, but they are yeah. the longest three or four days of your life. So I can't imagine how you made it from January to April. I gave up at that point. It's like February, late February. And I was like, Hey, whatever, you know, <laughs> so the phone interview, when you do it, it's really simple. They call you, you need to answer with a smile on your face and get ready to answer their questions. They ask you questions like, why do you want to work for Disney? Why do you want to do the Disney college program? Super simple questions like that. And then if you did put that you have really high interest in certain roles on a normal interview, they'll ask you why those roles, or they might ask you questions pertaining to those roles. So they might ask you maybe some money questions, like someone gives you $10, but it only costs seven. How much do you give back to them? I know that sounds really simple. Some people get that wrong, but that is probably for either merchandise or quick service food and beverage yeah they might ask you they asked me what I think it means to be a lifeguard in Disney and that was one of the later questions they asked me so I had kind of calmed down and I attribute this to why I ended up a lifeguard because I had finally let myself relax and I went on this whole spiel about how lifeguards are so underrated and then that was what I got so I think that that's a big thing just if you just relax and really make it known what you want to be when they're asking you it helps some of the interviewers will ask you what's the main thing you want my interviewer did not ask that they went based off what I had ranked so I they didn't ask me what the main thing was I wanted so lifeguard was not it it was ranked higher but it was not my main thing so a couple tips for your interview I watched a couple of videos on YouTube of general questions that they'd ask. So some people recorded theirs, like they put their phone on speaker and recorded their own interviews. And I took those questions and I thought about how I'd answer them. And that's how I practiced. You can also find blogs online of people who write like, here's a few some questions. Yeah. So definitely practice because they know when you've taken it seriously and practiced and it's important to you. Because you don't want to be, they ask you a question, you go, um, well, they know that you haven't put the time into it and then they're going to base it off of that. Also, they love magical stories. If they don't ask for one, tell it. If they do, which most of like mine did, she asked like, what was my favorite memory 
of Disney. And I told her a story and I think I started crying during it because <laughs> it was really fun. But yeah, so just have like everything prepared. So I sat, I did it early in the morning because none of the boys that I lived with would be up. And I sat in a literally a bathrobe <laughs> and I had all notes around me. And the two things that I learned from all the videos and information that I found from any interview is use the interviewer's name. Yes. Write down their name in the beginning because at the end you can be like, thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, whatever. Oh my God. Mine's name. I still (laughs) pronounce it to this day. I tried to write it down and I don't know what it was. They spoke very broken English and I couldn't understand their name. It was not a normal name. So at the end, when I said, thank you, I just made it up, but made it sure it was like sounded somewhat like what they said. And I think that that actually helped me more than not saying anything because I think they could tell that I was trying and they probably got called the wrong name their entire life. So they were totally fine with it. But yeah, make it up. Yes. Use the name with confidence. Yes. And like breathe, just breathe. I remember I was not breathing the entire time (laughs) Yeah, when it was over. I think I like had to take a nap because my heart was pounding so fast. So kind of the opposite of what you're saying. I'm sorry if we're just going to confuse the listeners with this. This is actually kind of good. Me and Sab are completely different people when it comes to preparation and things like that. Yes. If you're type A OCD, follow me. If you're more (laughs) of a wing it, I can do this, follow Gina. (laughs) So I actually, one of my friends had recently applied and got accepted, but then ended up not going. So it was the same person who sat with me doing the web-based interview. She sat with me during the phone interview. If I was doing this again, she would not have been in that room because it was too much pressure. She was trying to find me papers and everything as they were asking questions. I don't recommend that. Love her for helping me, but it was, it was too much, but she did print out all of the questions so I was able to go over that before that and I recommend that I don't think watching the videos on YouTube would have worked for me so I think a big part of that is knowing yourself because for me I would get over prepared and then not be able to focus and I would be my mind would be somewhere else again pretty scattered brained person so I think that comes down to knowing yourself if you think that you can sit there and watch those YouTube videos and do it absolutely do that if you are like no I just need to focus on exactly how I'm going to do this then do that like take both of our advices on how we did it and think of which one will work better for you because yeah and I don't know how those people film themselves while they do it. They it was like, I'd be on. like pooping my pants. <laughs> no, there, and there are people who post them not getting it because they had a bad interview. I haven't watched it. My friend watched it and was like, oh, okay. I was like, interesting. But you can hear it. They go, um, like, yeah. like things like that. And this is just for interview etiquette in general. The interviewer would rather have you say, do you mind if I take a second and think about that answer? Then sit there like, um. Or not even umming, just a silent pause. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's funny when Disney puts out the information about the phone interview, when you get it, they send you a little list that's like, hey, don't do this. They do not want your family in the room. Make sure they are not there. They don't want to hear your pets. And one of the things I remember this, I thought it was, it was scarringly funny. They say, please do not be in the bathroom. Or driving. They, if you are driving, they will reschedule your interview yeah. or cancel it if they find out you're driving while you're taking it. Disney does not play around with that. If they have any assumption that you might be driving in the moment, they will say, 
okay, never mind, and they'll hang up, or they might reschedule it. I'm not sure exactly how that works, but they do not want to do the interview. If you say, oh, I pulled over in my car, that's a little bit better. But if you're, if they find out you're driving, you're done. That's crazy. Yeah. Safety. Yeah. So pick a time that's good for you. If you live with other people, if you have noisy roommates, if you live with guys, do it in the morning. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> up. Um, but yeah, so like leave a sign on your door, say like, don't bug me. I'm in an interview. Go somewhere quiet. Um, then you'll be yeah, good to go. escape anywhere to somewhere quiet that you feel comfortable talking. Yes. I did feel like weird because in our rooms you can hear each other. So I was like, if someone's up, they can totally hear me like, hi, yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just make sure you're smiling. They want to hear that. Also, if anyone's listening to this who has never been to Disney World, they do not care. Two of my roommates had never been to Disney. So when they say, they'll ask you, they'll go, have you ever gone? And you just say, no, I haven't, but I love the company and I'm really interested in being a part of it things like that there are plenty of answers you can give you don't need to make up being there if you're like no I haven't been there actually okay not everyone gets that luxury in life it is Disney is a luxury that not everyone has and they know that and they also um like stories where Disney incorporates into your life so if you haven't gone and you say like Disney touched my heart doing this and you haven't even gone boom they love you my comfort movie is Mighty Ducks (laughs) oh that's cute yeah little things like that disney movies are what got me through whatever they like hearing that so yeah say something and they can definitely feel you smiling so smile be excited you're excited to do this (laughs) talking to people from disney world dude be excited don't be serious (laughs) okay so you just finished your phone interview you're all happy whatever you hang up now you're gonna have a knot in your stomach for the next however long until you find out if you got it there are people who find out the next day. There are people who wait a few months before they find out. No matter what, you will find out if you got it or if you did not get it. They will not leave you hanging. They will just tell you, no, you didn't get it this time. Please apply again, which could be for any reason you didn't. It's okay. It happens. Yes. I actually, fun fact, I applied in 2016. I was applying for spring of 2017. I was 19. I really was excited and I got the email. I could probably find it somewhere. I got the email that said I did not get it. And I think both the timing wasn't right. And I was too young to understand the real importance of it. That it's so much work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah. So when I did reapply, it seemed right. It felt right. I was excited for it. I knew in my heart I was already going to be doing it. So I started planning the moving process. Oh my God. But yeah, so I knew that I didn't get it the first time. So I, I definitely prepared for the second time. So if you don't get it the first time, you always can do it again. Do not let it like beat you down. No, absolutely not. Just apply again. Like I said, there's 50,000 applicants every semester and they take about 18,000. I think. I heard it's half for what they they move on with after the application and then half of that they move on to the web and then half of that so they take way less it's than every like 20 percent i think or something it's not a lot but once you get that web-based interview just know okay now i'm going to be one of those people because if yes. you go in there confident and you're like this is why i want to do it you answer with a smile blah 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 you got this i promise exactly 
So now you just got accepted. Woohoo! You got your email. Your email probably came at a weird time, like when you're in class, whatever. Yes. (laughs) They don't come at normal times. You go online on a normal situation. You go online and you find out what role you are and you pick your move-in date. Yes. situation right now you are not going to find out what role you are but you can pick your moving date or you get told your moving date i think so the housing when we did the college program there was four different housing options there is now one when we did the college program i paid 108 dollars for housing <laughs> i don't oh, remember what i paid <laughs> it is now the cost is going to range anywhere from 175 to 235 dollars a week but after you get accepted you have one week to come up with your program fee. Your program fee is going to be between $415 and $435. And you are paying that to accept your invitation that I will be in the Disney College program. I'm going to show up, hold a room for me. So then you're getting put into a room and actually your first week of rent is going, that's what you're paying for. Yeah. And then they do a lot of events and stuff. They do a welcome event, a graduation, and then things weekly even more than weekly with some stuff actually. So that's going to pay for all of that stuff. You're paying for going and painting a pumpkin at Halloween. Yeah. Or like the t-shirt at the end, like you pay for these small things. I have a magnet on my fridge. I have a lanyard. I think I won something during a hula hoop contest. (laughs) (laughs) I have a, a license plate border. Yes. So you, you win a bunch of things. They definitely take care of you. Don't think that this money is stupid. Yeah. Especially this new housing. Oh my God. If you have not seen the Flamingo Crossing Village, Google it, check it out. It is unreal. I'm quite upset that it was not there when we were there. Um, I wouldn't have been in it. I still would have done Vista Way. It is. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot different. So ours have keys, like actual physical keys. These new apartments are keyless entries. They have a smart TV and an in-unit washer dryer. Question. Hi. Question over here. Question. Yeah. So keyless entry, is that like magic a pin band? or are you getting like a magic band type thing or on I your think- phone? I did not read further into that because <laughs> that, we this were... is your downfall. This is what I decided. No. It's always because I no, <laughs> because I did not read further, mom and dad, because we were only talking about the application fee. And Gina said, do not worry about housing because we'll talk about that next time. <laughs> but now we're talking about it now. Yes. <laughs> kind of my fault, but okay. I believe it is your key card. Oh, oh, that you get okay, into okay. the security that you use for that. So if you lose that, you're end. end you're game. done. <laughs> you're done. You are Iron Man in Endgame. <laughs> oh, my God. I've been watching too many Marvel see, but movies. But I just snapped. <laughs> I snapped. What? So I've been watching too many Marvel movies every night. Welcome <laughs> to my world. So it's going to include up to four participants per apartment. Yes. Yeah, so they're the same as when we also went to the program. So you can either pick your roommate. If you know them, if you don't know them from like a Facebook group or something, you can pick your roommate. But I think you only get one. You don't get the other two. And then you can also pick if you want, like, doesn't matter what gender kind of housing. And then gender neutral housing. yeah. Yeah. And then you can also go in blind. I go in blind all the time because I picked my roommate my freshman year at University of Hawaii and I despised her at the end because you picked her, you had this high expectation, like, 
all this stuff did not work for me. Every time I went in blind, I loved my roommates. Yes. Surprise, surprise. I have the opposite problem. I went in blind all the time, like freshman year, sophomore year. Hold on. Oh my God. I went in blind all four years of college and I hated all of my roommates. (laughs) Junior and senior year, I picked my roommate and then we got one random who was the blind roommate. And I liked the one and then she left because she made friends because she went in blind and then made friends. (laughs) And then the next one sucked. So I was like, I am never going in blind again. Yeah. I actually met my roommate Carly on Facebook and we became BFFs instantly. We had two other girls who we originally paired up with and then Disney came out and said, you're only allowed to pick one person because you sometimes can pick up to however many fit in the one room. Some rooms used to hold up to eight people. So you could pick eight people. So how it worked was we split two and two and then me and Carly lived together and then we had four random roommates and I had the best experience ever. I had five amazing roommates for the first time ever. I still talk to all of them basically daily. I can vouch for that. I enjoyed them as well. Every time I was over there, they did make me feel very welcome. And I actually ended up going to the park once or twice with one of Gina's roommates. (laughs) More than just one. Emma. You had gone with M, just the two of you. But then Miranda came yeah. with us a few times. I think everyone probably came with us. Yeah, well, but then you you had pretty good roommates too, because yes. I liked your both of our roommates made the so, other, like, I felt comfortable in your room and you felt comfortable in mine. It was nice. We had good roommates. Yeah. So my roommates, we had one awful one in the beginning, which almost got all of us termed. Oh my god. Term means fired in Disney Talk, everyone. Yes. She was in a lack of a better word, delusional. So she thought we were all ganging up on her when we weren't. We invited her places. She said no. She felt that as being discluded. Went to the board. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. All and or then, nothing, you know? Go right to the top. The girl that replaced her. Walt Disney himself. Yeah. Complained. She brought him back from the dead just to be like, these girls are not including me. Just as so, <laughs> Then we had another girl... So we had no one for a little bit and it was really nice. Like my roommate Kayla and I loved it. <laughs> just the two of us with the closet and um, the bathroom. We loved our closet so much. I think I was in my closet more than anywhere else in our home. <laughs> we had a huge walk-in closet. But yeah, the girl that replaced her, we loved. And we still like every now and then someone, yeah. Every now and then someone from the group chat will text and be like, hi, I miss you. I'm keeping up with everything you're doing. And we'll all chat for like a minute and then back to our crazy lives. (laughs) And back to normal. Yes. Cause we are all across the globe and me living in Hawaii did not help. (laughs) I can vouch for that. But yeah, I, I believe that Gina and I went to the parks more than I went with my roommates slash more than she went with her roommates. Yeah. Especially the one who I mainly went with in the beginning was Carly, but then she had to self-term because she had an injury. Otherwise, she probably would have been there with us every time. Yes. <laughs> God was like, Gina lost one person. Let's bring in Sab. Because it literally was like two days later. It was. It was so <laughs> weird. It was so – and you guys were like built the same. Like he basically just took Carly and gave her curly hair and was like, here you go. <laughs> we're both nurses. <laughs> it was so weird. We're the same person. Yeah, it was really strange. 
but that's okay. I'm not complaining. <laughs> but yeah, so the, the last little bit of advice that I have for your college program, as far as the application goes and things like that, there are Facebook groups for once you're accepted where people go and they meet each other and they try and meet roommates and things like that. Do not join it until you are accepted because what will happen is you will see other people getting accepted. And you're just going to get discouraged or you're going to get annoyed. Even if you think you won't, you probably will. I didn't know about them. And I'm so happy that I didn't because my dumb booty would have joined it and then been so upset. Yeah. Same thing. Twitter. There's someone named Recruiter Christy. She's like the main recruiter. She'll let you know when people are getting accepted because another thing I didn't know, the acceptances go out in waves. So it's not going to be one person on a Monday and then another person on a Tuesday. It's going to be a thousand people get accepted on one Monday and then no one gets accepted again until the next Thursday when they decide to throw out another wave. It's nice to know in the aspect of, okay, I don't have to worry. There's not a wave out today, but at the same time, knowing that that wave went out and you didn't get the email because they weren't up to you yet. I personally think it's just better not to know. Yeah. If you're the kind of person who wants to know, go follow recruiter Christy on Twitter. Facebook groups, again, I don't know why you would want to see other people getting accepted until you are because it's just going to get you all discouraged. Like, dang it, I didn't make it through another wave. So it's really cool. I liked it better just being completely blind to it and having no idea. The only reason I joined slash looked at a Facebook group was I had so many questions that I had no answers to. I didn't know anyone that did the Disney college program. There was a girl in my neighborhood. that's my sister's age that is friends with Aurora. So my mom was like, reach out to her, like ask her all these questions. And I was like, I don't know her mom. (laughs) I can't, I can't. So I joined the Facebook groups to kind of see what people were doing and what they were up to and things like that. Like if I was supposed to do anything, Cause it's weird. Like you really, you pay yeah. the fee and then you don't have to do anything until you get there. You find out a week before where you're yeah. going to be. And up until then, you know, nothing. Yeah. And even then, like I had no idea half the things it's okay to not know anything. Like even yeah. when I went into the Polynesian the week I was there, that was like learning everything. I had no idea where to park. I had no idea where to go in the room. It was very (laughs) nerve-wracking. No, it definitely is. I'm going to change my advice. I won't say don't join it, but if you do join it, don't let it take over your life. Don't spend every minute on those Facebook groups trying to decide, trying to figure everything out and blah, blah, blah. I did make some friends off of it, but I don't. I, most of the people I met on there, I didn't even talk to after once I got there besides Carly. Even the girls we were supposed to live with, we didn't end up being friends with. And I know that's not everyone's situation, but that was just kind of what happened for me. And then it ended up, you make friends when you're there and it's awesome. Yeah. It's even like you have your roommates, which is nice because you go to traditions with them, which is the mm-hmm. um, opening orientation. Um, so it's nice because you have, a, you have a group of people and it goes by last name. So I was with one of my roommates because our last names were close to each other. Oh, so it was- I don't know if it goes by last name. Interesting. Because That's how I ours was. was. I was with Emily, whose last name is Franzoni, and but we were both lifeguards. Oh, it was mainly yeah, ours based on last name because they had tables with your name, their your last name number, like oh. A through A through F, G through, you know. Yeah, ours didn't have that, and the you picked your own seat because I didn't sit with M because 
I don't know why we didn't sit together. We ended up not sitting. I think we might have both been like had the idea of let's meet people other than just our roommates because we ended up yeah. sitting separately. But then she ended. I ended up being so close with her, so it's really funny looking back. We didn't even need to sit next to each other that first day. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know how it. I it might just be random, and it also probably depends on who's running your traditions class. That's true because. It wouldn't make sense if it was based on role because Kayla was attractions and I was a lifeguard. So yeah, I mean there was other people in there too. I was yeah. sitting with someone who was photography. And also, don't be afraid to get food at traditions. Everybody around me was wearing things that were really nice, and they gave you a break for food. And Kayla and I went and got curly fries, and we're the only people <laughs> eating the entire time. <laughs> I think it's I'm okay. Food. Yeah, so you can bring food, pack food. We saw curly fries. Oh, yes. Yeah. So we did get some questions. We we got a bunch of questions on Instagram. My sister would like to know at what point after finishing the college program, do you stop talking about the fact that you did the college program? Never. Never. The answer I gave her was approximately 65 years, the same age Walt Disney was when he died in 1966. <laughs> so you still have a lot left to deal with that, Sarah. Yes. <laughs> but we were asked what our roles were. So we were both lifeguards of the Polynesian. Yes. And they put you places that make sense based on where you're applying school-wise, as well as what you put on the thing. Because I was placed at the Polynesian as a lifeguard because I went to the University of Hawaii. And I'm from the exotic islands of Philadelphia. So they put me there as well. (laughs) Now, honestly, certain places will have a certain type of person. So... The Polynesian did have a lot of people from Hawaii. And then me and Kirk were from Philly and Detroit. And we were like, how the heck did we end up here? Same thing with Haley being from North Carolina. I don't know how they do it. But but they will pick certain things. So if you're from Hawaii, you're going to end up at the Polynesian. They do stereotype a little bit. But they want you to be a little bit more authentic, to be able to talk about it and things like that. Well, and it's also you can answer questions. So everybody asked me questions about Hawaii while I was there because my name tag said that. And then when I got the second round of getting another name tag, I decided to go with Flanders, New Jersey. So nobody would ask me Hawaii questions anymore. Yeah. People tend to ask me questions when I got it changed to Croydon, Pennsylvania. They said, what's a Croydon? (laughs) So that was cool. Or how did you end up here? There was a lot of questions, but none of them were about Hawaii. Have you ever been to Hawaii? No. But she has points to me. <laughs> what? I'd be like, go talk to her. <laughs> so that was interesting. But yeah, we were both lifeguards at the Polynesian. And then this is fun. Someone would like to know, I believe it was Mindy, wants to know what your dream role was. So my dream role was either at the seas as anything. I literally would be diving. Anything. If I could I would be. be a fish. Yeah. I would just swim and say hi. But my actual dream role was to be a safari guide driver. So I'd be that person driving the car. Yes, I know, mom. Don't make fun of me. I'm from Jersey, so we are not the best drivers. (laughs) Raise your hand if you got in a car accident on your Disney college program. (laughs) Hey, hey, Disney. (laughs) (laughs) It was also on Christmas Eve and I was wearing pajamas. (laughs) Yes, that was not not a good day. So yes, so my dream role was is to be a safari guide driver. I will still take that role. Okay. I like that. Any day. So my dream role is to be a monkey in Fantasmic. (laughs) But my more realistic dream role, I would love to do children's activities if I did another college program. 
if I went back. I basically did that while lifeguarding. Yes. <laughs> in the best way that I could. I would like yes. on my breaks just literally just play with the kids. I made friends with every child. They all knew my name in the least creepy way, I promise. I would <laughs> give them toys because they had toys that we could give them. I didn't just bring toys. They had like the little water squirty toys like ducks yes. and stuff. So I would give them to them. I just I loved the idea of children's activities. So that would definitely be my dream role. Yes, it was definitely Gina and I had the most fun interacting with the children. And there was one kid that I saw when we were on Tower of Terror. And I looked at him straight in the face and I was like, I know this kid and I have no idea why. Because when you're on stand, you're just talking to everyone that passes by because you're just staring at water and it's draining for 10 hours a day. So you, as when someone's in your water, you're like, please talk to me. <laughs> but the friend. I looked at him and I was like, I know you. And he was like, oh my God, dad, she's the lifeguard at our hotel. And I was like, <laughs> he's the kid. <laughs> and I saw him like later that day at the pool. <laughs> Definitely an out of place kind of thing. Yes. It is quite weird to not interact with children when you're not in costume. <laughs> Okay, but I think that that's all that we have for today. That is it for today. So stay tuned for more information on the Disney College program. We can talk about this our whole lives. So just stay tuned for more and more and more. But that is it. And thank you all so much for listening. We really love it that you guys listen to us talk. Week after never, week after week. It's never in any order. And it's so fun. <laughs> If you love chaos, you'll love us. Yes. And if you can keep up with two Italians talking to each other, you're on the right podcast. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> but yes, um, you can find us on Instagram at spill the D pod or on email spill the D pod at gmail.com. We still have not gotten any emails. So please email us because we're lonely on that little email. We also we have a TikTok. <laughs> no one uses email anymore. We get DMs a lot. I guess we're not old enough for emails. No. It's but just yes, Gina, view. <laughs> Gina has made us a lovely TikTok. <laughs> I refuse to go on TikTok because I will get addicted and never come off of it. But go ahead and follow it. We're almost at 10,000 and that gets me really excited. So anyone yes. who's listening who has followed it, thank you so much. You guys are awesome. Everyone's yes. been talking to me on it. It's so much fun. I love it. I hate how much I love TikTok. <laughs> I've also keep up with Gina's TikToks for her creating and failing at things. <laughs> yeah, it can be a mess. All right. Thank you guys so much. And we will see you guys next week. And we will see you at the castle. Blah, blah, blah. And there it is. That's their whole thing. <laughs> We're done. Bye. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs>